Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Wow. The questions keep dropping. The inquiries keep popping. How can I make money from Bitcoin? What is Bitcoin? How can I make millions from Bitcoin? Where can I buy Bitcoin? What is the technology behind Bitcoin? Check Google search results. You see inquiries, people searching in millions about cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin. If you want to know what Bitcoin is, how you can get Bitcoin and how it can help you without floundering into technical details, this podcast message definitely is for you. So stick around to the end. There's a whole lot of information you can get from this podcast message. Don't forget, I am Roman, your crypto educator. So let's ride. Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency, a form of electronic money. It is a decentralized digital currency without its independence of banks and can be sent from user to user on the peer-to-peer Bitcoin blockchain network without the need for intermediaries. At its simplest form, or this is the simplest explanation I can give, Bitcoin is either virtual currency or reference to the technology. You can make transactions by check, wiring, or cash. You can also use Bitcoin where you refer the purchaser to your signature, which is a long line of security code encrypted with 16 distinct symbols. The purchaser decodes the code with his smartphone or PC to get your cryptocurrency. Put another way, let's look at it from this other angle. Bitcoin is an exchange of digital information that allows you to buy or sell goods and services. The transaction gains or the transaction gains its security and trust by running on a peer-to-peer computer network that is similar to Skype or BitTorrent or file or a file sharing system. Satoshi Nakamoto leveraged blockchain technology to allow Bitcoin to gain decentralization, complete transparency and immutability. So this is the simplest form of what Bitcoin is. is a financial asset that can be used for exchange of goods and services. So let's look at the brief history of uh, Bitcoin, how it came to be, what really propelled the innovators to push Bitcoin forward to us. And today we have Bitcoin. So history has shown us that with great profitability comes great volatility. The many rises, falls and breakthroughs that Bitcoin has exhibited over its lifetime resemble the hero's journey like bitcoin has moved from three dollar pew straight up to one thousand dollars it went back down again to 800 went back down again to 200 it moved again to five thousand dollars came back down again moved to 20k came back down again to three thousand dollars moved again to thirty thousand came back down to 15 moved again to 38,000 moved to 62,000 came back down to 42,000 and now is on the move again as at this recording Bitcoin is currently at $59,120 so for those of us who aren't believers in Bitcoin's potential during its early days when Satoshi Nakamoto created the first 50 coins which is known as the Genesis block Bitcoin's recent rise 
may have come as a surprise to them. Actually, right from the first time I got this information, I believed in Bitcoin. I believed in the cryptocurrencies because I had, I had studied the graph, I had seen the move, and I knew that one day, someday, today, Bitcoin is going to be very, very massive. But I didn't know it was going to get this price this quick. <laughs> so, when Bitcoin was introduced at the first digital, as the first digital currency through uh, Nakamoto's white paper, it, it was set or it set the scene for the shifts we are witnessing today, where prices can rise, dip, rise again without any signs of slowing down. And that's exactly what Bitcoin has been doing. Since cryptocurrency markets are much more volatile and traditional markets are there, and there are ample opportunities for anyone to profit from trading cryptocurrencies both long term and short term it has been massive it has this innovation has been so mind-blowing that has been so great has made so many guys millionaires like i know people that slept having just few hundreds of uh, dollars and they woke up having thousands of dollars just from bitcoin's growth and other cryptocurrencies group so this space is massive and the the, the 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 wind of change is blowing so very fast that you have to just comprehend and follow so let's look at some transactional properties of um, bitcoin so the first transactional property of bitcoin is um, it's irreversible it's very irreversible it's risky once you've sent it there's no recalling <laughs> very risky i've lost some um few figures from this uh, characteristics of Bitcoin, like I've sent out money to the wrong wallet, I've sent out money without using my memo keys and I've lost those little little fractions that I made from long time savings. <laughs> so after confirming the transaction, it can be reversed by nobody and nobody means nobody, not you, not your banks, not the president of the United States of America, not the president of Nigeria, not Satoshi himself, not your miner, nobody. Once you've sent this money, you've sent it. And that's period, that's final. No one can help you. So that's how I've lost funds. And I know a lot of people that have lost funds like that. So if you send your funds to a scammer or a hacker, stole your funds, that's gone forever. So Bitcoin is irreversible. Then another thing is that um, Bitcoin is pseudonymous. That it has a pseudonymous characteristics. Neither transactions or accounts or connect are connected to real-world identities. You receive bitcoins on so-called addresses, which are randomly seeming chains of around 30 characters. While it is usually possible to analyze the transaction flow, it is not necessarily possible to connect the real-world identity of the users with those addresses, like. The addresses are unique and they keep changing. The address I used to send you $100 right now is not the same address I'll be using to receive $20. And it's not the same address I'll be using to send out $10 tomorrow, even the next five minutes. So the pseudonymous nature is so vast that it is untraceable, untrackable. So there are 30 um, alphanumeric codes or phrases that are going to be given to you that will be your unique address and it can never be traced to one person so bitcoin is fast and is global 
Transactions in Bitcoin can be propagated nearly instantly, if not instantly, in the network and are confirmed in a couple of minutes. Since they happen in a global network of computers, they are completely indifferent to your physical location. It doesn't matter if you send Bitcoin to my to your neighbor or to someone on the other side of the world. Like it is very very fast. I can send Bitcoin to you right now within three minutes. If you like live in Australia, live in New Zealand, wherever you are, I can send Bitcoin to you within three, four minutes. You have that same amount of Bitcoin in your wallet. So it's very fast and it's a global uh, transaction. Bitcoin is secure, very, very secure. Bitcoin funds are locked in a public key cryptography system. Only the owner of the private keys can send cryptocurrency. Strong cryptographic technology and the magic of big numbers make it impossible to break this scheme. A Bitcoin address is more secure than Fortnox. We all know what Fortnox is, it's like it's one of the most secure technologies, but like Bitcoin technology is, is more secure than that. So even Bitcoin technology is more secure than the White House. Like this is the most secure place on, on earth. But I'm telling you, I'm beating my chest to tell you that Bitcoin technology is more secure than the White House. <laughs> and Bitcoin also is permissionless. You don't have to ask anybody to use cryptocurrency or Bitcoin. It's just a software that everybody can download for free. After you installed it, you can receive and send Bitcoins or other cryptocurrencies, no one can prevent you from transacting with your own money. There is no gatekeeper. Like, Nigerian government has tried to gatekeep, stop us from transacting, bridge our transactions, block accounts, freeze accounts, even if possible, use police to arrest. But what's happening? They can't stop it. It's permissionless. The technology doesn't need anybody's permission to operate. They can only try to delay transactions by putting some strict laws, telling the banks to desist from involving themselves in cryptocurrency transactions and all. But still, the market is the market. The market is still open and it's permissionless and guys are trading every day. People are making millions of, of, of transactions every day and it keeps going on and on and on. So let's look at how Bitcoin works. Without getting into the technical details, Bitcoin works on a vast public ledger, also called a blockchain, where all confirmed transactions are included and so-called blocks. As each block enters the system, it is broadcast to the peer-to-peer -peer computer network of users for validation. In this way, all the users are aware of each transaction, which prevents stealing and double spending, where someone spends the same currency twice. The process also keeps blockchain users to trust the system. So unlike traditional currencies which are issued by central banks, Bitcoin has no central monetary authority. Mwah! That's the unique feature, the most unique feature. Nobody controls it. It works by itself. It's the people's money. Millions of systems are connected on the internet and these are the systems that power the blockchain technology and power Bitcoin. So no central bank of Nigeria, central bank of America, central bank of England, no bank anywhere controls Bitcoin. It's the people's money and the people control it based on price action. <laughs> Instead, 
it is underpinned by a peer-to-peer computer network made up of its users machines akin to the network that underpin BitTorrent, a file sharing system and skype an audio video and chat service bitcoins are mathematically generated as the computers in this network execute different number crunching tasks a procedure known as bitcoin mining the mathematics of the bitcoin system we are set up so that it becomes progressively more difficult to mine bitcoins over time and the total number that can ever be mined is limited to around 21 million there is therefore no way for a central bank to issue a flood of new bitcoins and devalue those already in circulation this is the most unique part and this is the part that made me go into bitcoin and this is the part that made me or has made me go into different other altcoins now bitcoin has a market cap of about 1.4 trillion us dollars and it has in circulation 21 million pieces and it can never be more than 21 million pieces now take for example this is a particular precious um this is a mango tree and on the mango tree there are 21 million uh, fruits on it and this is 21 million if you take one you've reduced the number you take another one you've reduced the number so this is how it is like it has a limit so the more people are going into it the more value uh, the currency attracts the more valuable it becomes the more people are putting money into the system the more value it attracts and the more value it gains so if you're holding 20,000 naira in bitcoin today and the market cap changes from 1.4 trillion us dollars to 1.8 trillion us dollars calculate the percentage of growth that's the percentage of increase you're having within your 20,000 naira so the best thing you can do to make sure you have a space in this very fast dicey sweet uh, financial asset is to start doing dollar cost averaging i'm going to do a recording on dollar cost averaging how you can make millions of naira without your banks without anybody just by doing simple dollar cost averaging and saving up in bitcoin that's compound interest i believe in compound interest little drops of water making an ocean you keep putting it there and it keeps flipping and it keeps flipping so long bitcoin is on the on the trajectory and it's going up so long there are parabolic movements in the market you're making serious money and even when there are retracements you can do dollar cost averaging by um securing your funds from devaluing you can hedge your funds from devaluing in stable coins which has been the sweetest of all my experiences so far so this space is a space that is moving very fast so you have to be here to understand it so let's see where can i find bitcoin where can you buy bitcoin you can buy bitcoin on exchanges you can buy bitcoin from merchants like merchants like roman exchange you can buy bitcoin from them for very sweet rates and they are very very trustworthy so i'm speaking from experience so you can buy bitcoin from all these places there are so many merchants all over the place and also just like the saying that sugar always attract ants there are also scammers out there there are also thieves out there there are hackers out there waiting for you to fall prey so you have to be very 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 careful so you can buy cryptocurrencies from exchanges from merchants and so have you so let's see what we need to know to protect 
our Bitcoin from being taken away from us, from these guys. Like I said, the ants that have been attracted by sugar. So Bitcoin here is the sugar and the ants are the armies that are looking for ways to scheme us and scam us. So yeah, there are four ways in which you can protect your Bitcoin. So as you would do with regular wallets, like you would secure a regular wallet that you have, you store small amounts of Bitcoins in them on your computer, your mobile device or server. Whatever device at all, hardcore, hard, sorry, hardware device, software device, um, paper, anyhow you want to store your cryptocurrencies. There are so many ways for you to store your cryptocurrencies. I'm going to also do a recording on um, cryptocurrency wallets. So once you've, you've secured, you've found out where you can buy cryptocurrencies, you buy them, you need a wallet where you can secure them. So the first thing you need to do is to back up your wallet on a regular basis and encrypt your wallet or smartphone with a strong password to protect it from thieves. This is very, very, very important. You can store some of your bitcoins in an offline wallet also disconnected from your network for added security. So you can think of them as your bank accounts while you are, gen- while you are generally keeping only some of your money in your wallet. Don't store your cryptocurrencies in a bitcoin exchange or on any third party storage platform because you're going to lose your cryptocurrency so when you want to store your currencies like myself i have different wallets i have um, the blockchain wallet where i store some of my cryptocurrencies although it's limited it has some restrictions there's some cryptocurrencies that are not listed there there's blockfi and you also have uh trust wallets and so many other wallets there's clever wallets there's drone scan there are so many wallets where you can actually save up and store your uh, cryptocurrency so it's not advisable to save your cryptocurrencies on exchanges because they can also be hacked because like i said there's always or there are always ants waiting for the sugar to drop so they can pick it up so you have to update your bitcoin or your wallet software regularly for added protection you have to use bitcoin's multi-signature feature that allows the transaction to require multiple independent approvals before any cash leaves your wallet. Like myself, I use Google Authenticator, I use my email, and I use my phone number. So wherever I am, and someone tries to access my wallet, I'll get notifications from my phone, I'll get notifications from my email, I'll get notifications from everywhere, SMS. So definitely, that's, these are different layers of security. So which I've added to make sure my funds are secure anywhere, everywhere. So put uh, in a nutshell, this uh, Bitcoin is a generational wonder. So over the past months, we've seen that Bitcoin has been at the center of a major paradigm shift within the society. It has been a long time. It has been a long time coming, but the proof is in the numbers. Like if you, if you look at the graphs, you've seen how it has grown, has had massive parabolic movements. Bitcoin has grown over 250% in the past one year. So having jumped past its major resistance level of uh, $20,000 toward the end of uh, 2020, the popular cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, soared past $50,000 mark by February, that was last month here. It soared past 50,000 and it hit an all-time high of 62k 
doors that's massive so the major events that propelled bitcoin to unforeseen heights may be a mixture of economic uncertainty caused by the coronavirus pandemic a rise in the institutional investment and big name players such as the papers the visa incorporated micro strategy and now we've seen tesla so these guys are investing in these assets and they are adding so much value like yesterday there was a big news that dropped that visa has incorporated usdc which is a stable coin in part of their payment options so it's a win-win for the cryptocurrency space so we are waiting for mastercard to follow suit and other big corporations like tesla followed started it by accepting bitcoin for sales of tesla products so that's massive these, these are news that come in and they cause parabolic movement to the price so as for what comes next nobody knows the sky appears to be the limit the sky appears to be the limit as the public trust as the public trust and interest in bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general is at an all-time high like there's so much there's massive uh, awareness there's massive talks of cryptocurrency so bitcoin has come to stay so everyone has to join this paradigm shift you have to position yourself to start accepting cryptocurrencies for the future because cryptocurrencies as we have seen and we have experienced from everything i've said here is the future and it keeps moving and the sky is just very open and the sky is definitely a starting point and cryptocurrencies will keep on moving remember this is not a financial advice but everyone has to be wise like warren buffett says you have to be greedy when everybody is fearful and turn it around you have to be fearful when everybody is greedy so do the maths advise yourself position yourself for the future position yourself to start accepting cryptocurrencies gracias i'll hear from you in the next recording